Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome again to the Empower Humans podcast. This is episode 96. We're approaching 100, my friends. Day 28 of our continuing coronavirus series here, uh, touching on all topics related to the virus and how it's affecting lives and lives lost and so on. I uh, I want to, of course, touch on up front, as always, you were absolutely priceless and you were never alone. None of those things can ever change. And uh, however you're feeling, the ups and downs of life don't change certain just consistent facts that just stay. Nothing can change that. No matter what anyone says or does uh, or whatever trials and challenges we face, nothing can change those things. Now let's touch on real quick the uh, numbers. We do this on each of our episodes. 2,168,000 confirmed cases, 144,000 deaths. This is globally. And uh, 546,000 of that, which is roughly a quarter of those numbers, have already recovered. So that's good news as well. Again, we're still in the height of all this, reaching some peak days, uh, especially in the U.S. That's what's being projected right now, that uh, hopefully we'll be starting to come down off this peak soon as far as uh, numbers of cases and and deaths and all those things. But in the U.S., 670,591 cases, 34,233 deaths. Now, I did see that a certain number of deaths that uh, weren't diagnosed have been attributed to the coronavirus now as well. Um, so that's one of those reasons that those numbers jumped. I don't know what to say about that. Uh, say what you want. Uh, there's a lot of speculation going on right now about this thing. And let's talk about that for a second, because I'm seeing a lot of things uh, out there. A lot of most of you are probably on Facebook. And uh, you, so some people might post some things. Uh, some of it might be more politically motivated one direction or another. Uh, and also things about this virus originated in a lab and uh, things like that. I've Talked to some medical professionals that I know personally, a good friend of mine who's, uh, you know, out of medical school, basically a doctor and everything else, said that something like this is not the kind of thing, as far as his knowledge, that could just be manufactured in a lab. Uh, this is a virus, and uh, viruses aren't manufactured and all those sorts of things. And again, the, the common theme belief, the kind of mainstream belief, is that this originated in this uh, this market, some some call it a wet market, uh, where animals were being trafficked essentially uh, for food and whatnot, and somewhat obscure and uh, exotic animals. We're not talking what we're used to in the U.S., cats and dogs and normal pets, but uh, other kinds of, and they eat different things sometimes over there too. I don't want us to pit ourselves against certain people or cultures and or decide up front that this is or isn't this or that. It kind of reminds me, you go back to things like the JFK assassination and uh, 9-11 and other wars and various things in between. And don't get me wrong, I believe that there are undergirding evil forces in this world. And whatever you want to call it, evil or not, there are agendas. Uh, I, I can't say definitively one way or the other because I'm not involved in those things. You know, spoiler alert, I'm not part of uh, the forces pitted against each other so much. I guess we all are in some capacity, but... Uh, are we pawns in something? Uh, I, I don't know what's what all to make of this, but this is a pandemic. Uh, cities, states, schools, all these various things, businesses galore are shut down. People without jobs and people are suffering. And I see friends who work in the travel industry and folks here in Las Vegas where I'm located who are just suffering and just one day to the next, about a month ago, uh, lost their livelihood in terms of income. Uh, so... I'd like to see all of that come to a close. I don't know what this will mean moving forward because a lot of people are kind of now minimizing it and saying, well, let's just get back to work. This is like the flu or whatever. Um, it's not like the flu. The numbers speak for themselves. We talked about this, I believe, in the last episode, that the flu is something that uh, 
you know, kills 0.1% of uh, people who are afflicted with the flu. And this kills 3 to 5% on average, which is 30 to 50 times as many. So for every one flu death, you have 30 to 50 deaths of people who've uh, contracted this virus. It's all stuff that we got to take into account here. Um, I don't have a lot of prepared material today. I just, I see a lot of things going on. I see the Midwest, seven governors are trying to uh, come up with a, a strategy to to bring business back and to get things back to somewhat ordinary. I just don't think it's going to be the same as it was before. And we need to prepare ourselves mentally for that. I think things are going to be different. We're going to be social distancing. Even if restaurants reopen, they're going to have less people in a restaurant. You're going to be sitting right next to people. I, I, these are just speculations. But these are things we need to be thinking about. And again, I don't know what to make about these other accusations and allegations out there about uh, things devised in a lab, people talking about constitutional rights. And uh, it's so interesting. We get to a strained place where all this stuff kind of comes to a head. Uh, I've got seen churches down south and other places uh, suing uh, state governments, saying that this is against their constitutional rights of assembly and all these things. Um, this will all be interesting to watch how this plays out, but I think we need to come together as a human species, as a human race here. We've done it before. We've been through a lot together over the millennia, and uh, I just I believe that we can get past this. We need to unite more. I don't know what's going to happen. I just I can't say for sure. My thought, to be quite honest, I've been through 2008. I've lived through 9-11, a lot, like a lot of you, and uh, some other things in my lifetime. I was born in 1980. Um, so I wasn't around back in the last major pandemic, the Spanish flu, you know, 1918. My great aunt Eleanor was born just after that. She just turned 100. But I digress. Um, I Again, I don't know what's going to happen here. But, you know, if I was a betting man here in Vegas, <laughs> I'd have to say I think we're going to be back to business more or less in most of the country to a large extent by May or June. Um, I don't know what the, I'm seeing things about school schedules where the school's mostly are projected to be back by the fall. Most of them are closed for the rest of the school year, you know, which for most of the U.S. ends in May and June. I feel bad for these graduating seniors, you know, proms and that. I mean, these are rites of passage for the youngsters. And, you know, I was able to do those things. And most of you listening probably were as well if you graduated high school. Um, but some of, some of the things they're saying about schooling are that uh, they might come back on kind of a staggered schedule of schooling where you have less students in the school at any given time and maybe they're spaced more apart in their desks. So maybe a group of kids comes in at 7 or 8 in the morning and then another group of kids comes in at noon or 2 o'clock. Uh, I, I just don't know what to make of it. I signed my kids up for sports in early March and just before they were going to start all their practices and get down to business with some games and stuff, everything was put to a halt. Uh, from from the governor for all the businesses and and uh, the gatherings and uh, so on. And then the sporting events were also canceled. So there's still a lot of things lacking, and I worry about people's mental health. But the purpose of these podcasts is to keep our heads up high, to stay united, to hold hands, so to speak, figuratively and maybe literally to an extent, but we can't all be touching each other's hands. <laughs> but if you have the people close to you in, your, in a home, uh, maybe you can with your kids or spouse or whatever your situation is. But again, I want to just inspire and do my best to uplift that this we will get past this. 
This is something that, as they say, this too shall pass. And I believe it'll pass sooner than later. I don't think some of these speculations about 2022 and all that, I don't know. That's just talking about social distancing. I think we're going to be back to business much, much sooner than that. I just don't think it's sustainable uh, over time. How the government can't just keep doing stimulus and then our national debt goes up to 50 trillion and then what? <laughs> we got to all take all these factors into consideration. And there's there's a happy medium that has to exist. And I, I feel for all who have been affected adversely by this virus in one form or another, especially those who've had the virus and or family members and especially those who've lost loved ones. Um, and at the same time, we got to have an answer. we got to have a solution that uh, is beneficial as uh, kind of a big picture whole for our world at large. Uh, I want to leave you with our challenges. Study. Keep studying. Start studying whatever your situation is. Uh, you know, I just finished, by the way, an interview this this morning, this afternoon with Elena Cardone and uh, so many great insights that she brings. And some of you may or may not know who she is. Uh, her husband is Grant Cardone. They have a major social media following. They do big events, 10X Growth Con, actually here in Vegas. They just did that in February, just before all this hit. So they got that <laughs> just in time before everything got shut down. Uh, but Really inspiring people, great perspectives. We talked about family. We talked about uh, marriage and background. She has kind of an acting background, too, where she came to L.A. and they've got a couple daughters. We talked about parenting. And uh, she had some words of encouragement as well for people going through this situation with the virus. So watch for that. That can be part of your study. We'll put that out Sunday, Monday, uh, this, I believe, the 19th, the 20th uh, of April. And also uh, the next challenge, of course, let's uh, make great moments. Uh, of course, as we say, it involves loved ones. That involves the people that matter most to us. Make great moments. Make these moments count and matter. And when life gives us lemons, as it has all of us in some capacity right now, we make our own version of lemonade. And I hate to throw out these kind of overused adages, but they're true. That's why they're overused. That's why they're cliches. That's why they exist. Uh, so I, I want us to, you know, if you don't like those kinds of things, come up with your own version. But when life gives you tough things, you got to make the most of it. Uh, so I hope that we can do our best and make these great moments. And uh, of course, our last challenge is keep doing this podcast together. I love you and appreciate you. I believe in you. I know you, you specifically who are listening to this in your ears, <laughs> with headphones on your speakers. I know that you will get through this, that we will get through this as a whole as, as humanity. And uh, let's empower ourselves and make this happen and uh, inspire and uplift others as well. And uh, when we're feeling down, sometimes that's the answer is going out and serving, finding a way to, to really uh, uplift somebody else and uh, lighten their load and be uh, a beacon of, of light and encouragement in their world. So my friends, thank you. And until next time, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.